This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. And another one of my strange questions, who's writing the rules that you have to live by? Often, it is not the people that you elected. Well, that's according to a legal group that sues the government. Find out what they mean by that claim in about 15 minutes. I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for staying with us here on American Viewpoints. Freedom fighters, you know, sometimes they take to the streets. uh, Sometimes they run for office. Other times they log on. Can digital platforms like social media and websites and things like that actually make a difference when it comes to fighting bad government? Dr. Matt Daniels says, yeah, and his new book called Human Liberty 2.0 documents how it's being done. Dr. Daniels, thank you for the time. You're welcome, Mike. Okay, so we think of a lot of things when we think of the digital world, social media, um, everything that has to do with this incredible connection that's come about over the past couple of decades. Uh, The book is called Human Liberty 2.0, and you actually take a storytelling approach at this book, as I understand it. Yeah, the idea of the book is to highlight uh, the individuals around the world who are using the tools of digital media to promote freedom and fundamental rights. Um, We're trying to shine a light on the good ways that the Internet is being used by ordinary folks um, in in an era when, of course, it's also being used by the forces of darkness. Well, and that's what that was my next question is, you know, a lot of times when we think of online or social media, you know, we think of bullying and and we think of ratios and we think of all this kind of stuff. And activism is a lot of times just considered a hashtag, you know, but we're talking about actual work being done uh, through digital media. What's the difference between just the normal, I think I did something by putting a hashtag up versus actually using digital platforms to, to accomplish something so big? Well, The tools available to people in the digital age are pretty powerful. They're getting more powerful all the time. Um, Unfortunately, that means that actors like China um, or um, other um, entities that are interested in oppression uh, can use the tools that are available to uh, crush freedom. We're, in a sense, in a race to decide uh, whether the Internet is ultimately going to be a tool of oppression or freedom Um, I'm hoping, and um, these stories illustrate, that uh, when ordinary people put their mind to it, they can do things like oppose terrorist movements, like organize folks in ways that can save lives in disaster zones, help, you know, spread awareness of the plight of trafficking victims or women who are denied fundamental rights in certain parts of the world. There's a lot of good that can be done, and human liberty 2.0, which is the book on Amazon or the website humanliberty.org, shares those stories with folks. For those who may think that this is all about about the media, about the platform, you know, about social media or or websites or anything, what will they be maybe surprised to learn from your book? Well, there's a small history lesson at the beginning of the book, and it's actually a very important one. You know, at the end of the day, Ordinary people are the ones who have a fundamental interest in the protection of their own rights, more than government bureaucrats, more than U.N. officials, more than people in the media. Um, We're witnessing what I call the democratization of freedom and rights because the digital age is actually empowering ordinary people to do things that were impossible a generation ago so that they don't have to wait 
for some government bureaucrat or some international agency to help them. Uh, they can raise awareness and they can organize others themselves using these tools and many times are quite successful because they're passionate about the plight of a group or of a particular cause that, frankly, uh, otherwise would go unaddressed. So it's one of the bright spots on the horizon in an era when there are so many dark clouds. Yeah, and I think that's where we're still figuring out what we have on our hands here with this. It's growing faster and changing faster than a lot of people can keep up with. Uh, When you started to write this book, were there areas where you said, I want to find somebody who did something specifically in women's rights or in um, oppressive communist regimes or whatever the case is? Or did you just say, let me see if I can find somebody doing interesting, something interesting. And then you were surprised by what you found. Uh, The latter, actually, I was, I was, very encouraged and surprised. You know, if you watch the evening news, frankly, it's depressing uh, most of the time. You feel like our world is getting darker. You see stories that showcase human nature at its worst. I mean, this is the era. This is the era of terrorism. This is the era of mass surveillance. The Chinese are implementing a system that um, is far beyond what uh, George Orwell uh, feared. These are all very uh, dark and dangerous trends. But in spite of that, around the world, there are people doing the opposite. There are actually people organizing to uh, oppose terrorist movements. There are people freeing trafficking victims, literally, from lives of slavery by uh, virtue of using these tools. There are even people smuggling information into Countries like North Korea, which is famous for not having the Internet, using digital media like flash drives and SD cards. And these are the people whose stories we tell in Human Liberty 2.0, which is also featured, as I said, on humanliberty.org. So there's a lot of, I mean, obviously inspiring stories on this, uh, but is it sounds to me like this is more than just, hey, great stories, feel good about it when you're done. What do you hope people do with the information that they read. When they read these stories, what is it that you want people to to do with it? Yeah, the whole point here is to get folks to see that they actually can participate in what we are calling the Human Liberty 2.0 revolution. This is something that is happening organically because of the power of these tools being put into the hands of ordinary people. And we want folks to see that it's within their grasp, it's within their reach to make a contribution to this expansion of freedom in our world. Um, We don't have to just sit around and get depressed by the parade of uh, news that we're greeted with on a daily basis that's so dark. We have to take the cause of freedom into our own hands and become, in a sense, champions of freedom ourselves, because no one else will do it for us. That's the message of the book. Was there a trend with the stories that you told here of people intentionally looking for ways to use social media or other digital platforms, or were they focused on solving the problem and this just happened to be the way that they did it? It's very interesting. You ask an interesting question. I would say in the vast majority of these stories, um, you had passionate individuals who had a calling and a determination to do something about a terrible crisis or injustice, and they just turned to whatever tools were available to them. And in many cases, they found 
that with the power of digital media, they could do far more, uh, much more quickly than they ever realized. In fact, in some cases, some of these individuals were almost, I guess you'd say, accidental heroes. There's a story, for example, of one individual who got sick and tired of the uh, terrible atrocities committed by a Marxist terrorist organization in Latin America. He went online and started a Facebook page uh, trying to organize uh, fellow citizens against this group. And in uh, less than a week, he had a million friends on Facebook, and the page became so influential that it embarrassed the government and forced them to do something to finally end the reign of terror that this group had been imposing on his country. So some of these folks um, almost stumbled into their status as champions or heroes of freedom, and that should be an encouragement to all of us because it's actually within our grasp to do the same thing. All right, the book is called Human Liberty 2.0. Dr. Matthew Daniels, you're with the Institute of World Politics. Um, just very, very briefly, and I'm going to shortchange you on time just a little bit. What's the Institute of World Politics, and what impact are you trying to have with that? Uh, we're a graduate school of international affairs in Washington, D.C. I'm the chair of law and human rights at the school, and our uh, program teaches how to use the tools of digital and social media to advance fundamental rights. Okay, and the book you can obviously find on Amazon, or it was humanliberty.what? Org. Humanliberty.org or Human Liberty 2.0 on Amazon. All right, great. Matthew Daniels, thank you so much for the time. You're welcome. When Congress or the president aren't making the rules, exactly who is making the rules? Find out why the Pacific Legal Foundation is suing the federal government. That's next on American Viewpoints. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. You don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. 